0: Hi everyone, my name is Tom Castles, I want to welcome you to the launch of the new digital health book, Making the Digital Health Revolution, Structural Elements and Logical Methods. This book is for anyone interested in the future that we're building with digital health and the role of law and philosophy. This book is for those who want to get ahead of the curve in industry by understanding the role of law and philosophy in digital health, And on top of that, it'll push your thinking and imagination into new spaces that probably weren't previously considered. So the book is authored by none other than Bianca Rose Phillips uh, and edited by myself and Jack Murtha. Today, we're going to officially launch the book, which has been a research project of the author for more than five years. So I have to say, we have been in the digital health industry for for many years ourselves and i've read many many insightful pieces of commentary on digital health and you know on first reading this book we were both jack and i really impressed by the levels of analysis provided there and we're really excited to collaborate on this project with bianca this one is up there with the classics, right? Like Thomas Kuhn's Structure of Scientific Revolutions or Karl Popper's The Logic of Scientific Discovery. This book combines both structure and logic in one book. So think of it as volume one in a series of works on structure and logic and lawmaking for the digital health revolution. Now, we can think of no better time to launch a book about digital health Digital health is playing a critical role in supporting healthcare through the pandemic, as we've seen you know, from telemedicine through to the development of vaccines. Now is the time we believe to be focusing on the digital health revolution and how we can use digital health technologies to their greatest potential. The only way to do this is if the law supports innovation and a digital health future.
1: Thank you so much uh, for launching the book and for you know being part of this project it is such an honor to have you part of this project could you introduce yourselves to the audience uh tom do you want to go first
0: yeah sure i do thank you bianca we are thrilled to be here with you couldn't be happier about joining you on this project uh Again, my name is Tom Castles. I'm a longtime journalist, writer, reporter. I spent uh, several years in marketing and communications, um, and now I work full time uh, as a writer uh, alongside my partner Jack. Here, uh, we have a pretty interesting story, which I'll leave to Jack to to tell. Yeah. But the the short of it is that uh, we love storytelling. We are super interested in digital health and the potential that it has to to really bring the world into a better, more equitable place. Um, and we want to play a role in supporting that any way we can. So that's why we're here today. So again, Bianca, thank you so much.
1: Everyone in digital health knows Jack and Tom, uh, Jack, could you go ahead and introduce yourself, please?
0: Yeah,
2: sure thing. Thanks, Bianca. And I like how Tom put the onus on me to tell a story. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it's because you're so good at it, you know? Yeah.
2: So, uh, Tom and I met when we were like early 20s in a newsroom, you know, grinding out deadlines, covering local government. And since then, it's just been more writing, right? More writing, podcast production, video production, you name it. And that's what I still think of myself as, is a writer. I might not be doing it for newspapers anymore, but I'm doing it with people like you who have brilliant ideas and we just want to get them out into the world doing it with digital health companies, all sorts of innovators. So yeah, at at the end of the day, I think Tom and I embarked on a journey a long time ago, and we're so, so, so glad that it took us to you and and to this great book, because it really is an amazing feat that you pulled off here.
1: Thank you both so much. Um, It's it's wonderful to be part of this industry, digital health. I'm not sure about yourself, but... uh, you know, going into digital health, um, for many, I think it's, there's a personal experience that really drives us to this field. Um, And so myself included, it was, you know, a matter of having certain experiences, both young, and then, you know, in my 20s, that really uh, pushed me into this, this area. Was there some moment or some experience that led you to digital health?
0: I think one of the key things is that I love helping people realize their full potential i love uh, working on myself to try to be able to realize my own fullest potential and when i started writing in healthcare that was the first thing that struck me was wow like there is so much untapped unrealized sort of kinetic potential in this industry um, the The ceiling is, is limitless. It's as high as we could possibly imagine for, for what we could accomplish if we really set our minds to it. Um, And, you know, there's obviously a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talk, a lot of, uh, a lot of sort of people pontificating about what could be done. And um, I, I wanted to think about like, well, what skills do I have to be able to support actually, you know, making this come to fruition, actually building a more equitable society um, and enabling people to realize their true potential through healthcare, you know, stripping away barriers that are preventing them from getting there. Um, And, you know, writing is, is where I shine. It's where I, it's what I know how to do best. And I figure it's the best gift I can give to this industry to be able to, to try to bring it, to try to bring it to the best place it can be. So that's kind of, that's kind of what inspired me is just realizing, wow, like there is, a ton of potential here. I want to play a part in, in bringing it to reality. That's wonderful.
1: And, J- and Jack, what about yourself?
0: Yeah, it's it's a great question, Bianca. And,
2: you know, I want to preface it with Tom and I are on the writing end because we certainly can't code, right? <laughs> um, so I uh, I lost my cousin to a heroin overdose when she was 21. And when I first started dipping my toes into digital health, I realized that there were solutions out there that might've helped her, right? So you magnify this, you multiply it out across American society, across different, different types of people, different disease states, you name it. And the magnitude of what can be done here sort of blew me away because I saw the devastation. I felt the heartbreak and I've been privileged. I've been lucky my whole life. Haven't had to deal with much death. I mean, it's mind-blowing to me what can be done to ward off disease, death, and heartbreak.
1: Yes, and the idea of, you know, uh, individuals having uh, more awareness over their own health and how their bodies work, something that I find really fascinating.
2: So before we get into this, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about you?
1: The reason why I wanted to write this book is that um, you know, digital health is a really fascinating area, but I wanted to look at it from the perspective of revolutions because you know this is what is going on. We have a digital health revolution taking place. And so I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to look at digital health from the perspective of what makes a revolution and how the law and legal philosophy plays a role? In, uh, in bringing about a revolution.
2: The word revolution, to me, is it's so big. You know, could you tell me what exactly you mean by that?
1: When I'm talking about a revolution here, I'm referring to a healthcare revolution, um, a, a big change in how healthcare practice takes place, and um, and so I, we put forward the the argument in the book that there are four revolutions within the digital health revolution um, from clinical care to the tech revolution to the scientific revolution and cultural revolution that will take place with Thomas Kuhn's book um, the structure of scientific revolutions that was um, a a time when we started talking about revolutions a little bit differently to just refer to a change a big change in how things are done rather than uh, rethinking entire institutions and systems
2: so we're not talking about blood in the streets and stuff like that but is there an opposition is there somebody or something that we're or some line of thought that we're going against here
1: those who are in favor of a digital health revolution um, would be uh, arguing say for example uh, against the notion of patriarchal medicine and towards uh, more patient patient control and you know we have been moving in that direction for, for some time now but um digital health revolution really foresees that it goes that extra step you know maybe even a few steps further where patient control is really a fundamental uh, norm of, of healthcare practice
0: i think anyone who's tried to implement any change has felt how powerful of of, of an inertia that that can be so so yeah, there's there's definitely a lot at play here, but we have uh, you know the digital health revolution. The way the way I see it, I think how the way all three of us see it is that it's it's an unstoppable force, right? Um, going up against an immovable object, uh, which is quite a, quite a showdown. There's five chapters in the book. Um, yes, can you can you tell us a little bit about those?
1: We start off with. The, um, the preface, and then we move into the, the chapters of the book. The first chapter talks about um, the digital health revolution and why this area is significant enough to warrant uh, discussion. Uh, secondly, the second chapter talks about what makes a revolution. So this is when we discuss The different types of revolutions sitting in within the digital health revolution Um, and here we also talk about the role of law in bringing about a revolution chapter three goes through general theory so here it's all about discussing whether the prior literature has suggested the type of analysis that we're going through in the book right is there a basis for it have other commentators suggested that this work Uh, should be done. And uh, and then chapters four and five go through specific theories of digital health and a range of exercises that the reader can complete. Um, So here I uh, talk about the uh, the pillars of um, the digital health revolution, and then also structural elements and logical methods, which is really, uh, what are the elements that bring about a revolution? And what are the uh, types of logical approaches that we can use to argue our case in favor or or not in favor of certain movements in law and society?
2: You know, you invited guest contributors to kind of paint pictures of the way they see this revolution unfolding. Could you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yes, I'm so pleased to have guest writers who have contributed their knowledge and insights of the digital health field. And so we have 11 guest writers. There is a section in the book with the guest contributions. They talk about their insights from, you know, how digital health is being applied in the field of surgery to their uses in uh, autonomous vehicles, voice technologies, um, digital health and music, uh, we have a range of uh, different fascinating perspectives being provided. So I want to thank um, each of the guest authors Dave Izbitsky, uh, Tiaja Jacques, Dr. Raphael Grossman, Joe Bocas, Audrey Arbini, Tamar Taveri, Dr. Neil Desai, Dr. Shane Genzik, Dung No, Todd Uri, and Uma Rastaeva. Thank you all so much for contributing to the book. And I highly recommend that anyone listening um, connect with these uh, wonderful thought leaders.
2: So Bianca, I got to say, I think you're being a little modest here because the book provides the bedrock foundation for understanding this stuff. Like I'm not an attorney, but I walked away with a way better idea of what this means philosophically, policy-wise, you name it. But you also did some original research, you know, a ton of original analysis, am I right?
1: Yes, (laughs) over many years. And it was, um, you know, really interesting to to explore the prior literature and then to, to undertake a case study where I actually went through extrinsic materials, which are the background documents for lawmaking. And um, and put you know all of this into um, you know, documents and, and analyzed it to synthesize it th- uh, analyze the information um, and then and summarize it for the purposes of the book. Um, but it's there's a case study in there looking at uh, a lot of different documents and looking at the logical methods that we use. So there's a lot of original analysis in this book that you won't find anywhere else. For those who are in digital health at the moment. Uh, You probably think quite a lot about compliance requirements in digital health, which is extremely important. Uh, This book takes you beyond compliance to look at other areas of digital health law. There are four areas, four branches of digital health law. Compliance is one of those. This book is taking you to those other domains um, and really Uh, As we mentioned earlier, this is like volume one. So this is just touching the surface. We could then go so much deeper into each of the elements. I could probably write a book on each of them (laughs) at some point. Um, But yeah, it was a really enjoyable process.
2: I just got to applaud you because I think we live in a world where a lot of people recognize the problems inherent to our snap, crackle, pop kind of moment to moment news cycle, especially when policy discussions are really geared around political parties, stuff like that. You went deeper than that. And I think for anyone who's looking to understand the way this industry, the way society operates at the lawmaking level, this this book is for you. You know, it's not a cynical book. And it's also not a cheerleading book. It's it's a real book that is about how things get done. So mm-hmm. it, there's just so much value in that, like Tom said in, in industry where there's a lot of hype, but also where there's a lot of cynicism too. I think this book can really help smart people who are busy trying to come up with these innovations, navigate the rest of it.
0: You've got original analysis. We've got several chapters. We've got five years of effort on your part. We've got, I don't know how many uh, amazing like thought leader type folks, uh, inspirational folks that you just listed in the guest author section. Basically, this is all me just trying to say there's so much here, uh, so much value here. And especially in a discourse around digital health that's laden with uh, buzzwords and catchphrases. I mean, the fact that you're bringing original analysis to this conversation is just so valuable. It's really what what the industry needs right now. On top of that, such valuable perspective, uh, I hadn't really thought so much about the lawmaking process, uh, and co- how it contextualizes everything I know and see about digital health. So truly there's just so much value packed into this book. Um, I think, uh, what we need to know now is, is where can people find it? How can they access it?
1: Yes. You can go into, um, the website, biancarosephillips.com and order the book. Uh, it's available uh, with a promo code uh, at the moment. And the promo code code is all caps, the word launch. Um, so if you enter that in those discount on the, the price of the book uh, for the month of September.
0: For everybody out there who's interested in picking up a copy, which I highly recommend that you do, uh, you can find that again at BiancaRosePhillips.com. Bianca, want to thank you again for inviting myself and, and Jack to participate with you on this project. It was an absolute honor, uh, from the moment you asked us until the moment we struck that last red line. Uh, (laughs) the editing process was, was a fantastic one. I probably never learned more, uh, while I was editing something than when I was reading your book. So I want to thank you for, for giving me that opportunity and for, uh, for having the faith in us to be able to, uh, to do this project, the, the justice that it really deserves, especially after the amount of time and effort and And uh, that you brought to it. Um, So a true inspiration. Just want to thank you so much. Once again, I am Tom Castles. And I am Jack
2: Murtha.
1: And I'm Bianca Rose Phillips. Thank you all very much for being here for the book launch of Making the Digital Health Revolution, Structural Elements and Logical Methods. Uh, Please do get in contact if you'd like to discuss the book. Uh, You can contact me via uh, social media um, on LinkedIn, Bianca Rose Phillips, or via my website. It's been wonderful to have you here, and I look forward to discussing further. Thank you. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Tom.